0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast.
2: beat I mean, stop singer! Toss on off the first. In time to get seven. Three-run homer. Off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad, and the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye, baseball. Straight away, center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back,
1: and the king when the Mariners needed him the most. Two hits over seven
0: scoreless innings. Now here's your host Gary Hill. Hey, welcome back, Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Great to be here. So glad you're here as well. What a great weekend at Safeco Field. Mariners taking all three, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, against the Tigers. We'll review them all. There were some huge moments over the weekend, so we'll talk about those. We'll get lots of reaction from that as well. Mike Blower's conversation with him coming up. A nice breakdown, I think, of James Paxton and what we have seen as of late. I mean, he has been dominant and was again over the weekend pitching the Mariners to a victory. that comes up week that was is going to be here and a really great story. One of these seemingly the only see in baseball. Ryan Cook made his way onto the big league roster over the weekend and pitched in a couple of different games. Uh, he got four outs in his first ball game as a Seattle Mariner the first time he's taken a major league mound since 2015 through injury, through a, a lot of ups and a lot of downs, back on the hill. Fun conversation coming up with Shannon Dreher about just his journey back to the big leagues. And, you know, he looked great. You know, his stuff looked fantastic, throwing 95, 96, and perhaps someone that can really help the Mariners bullpen. So he pitched well. Bullpen was great, especially the, the final game of the series. But uh, let's just dive into this and in what was – just a highly entertaining and really good series. It started on Thursday, four-game series. That one, not as good as the Tigers took game one, three to two. And it really, it's been the hallmark of these two teams going at it. It's just seemingly all one-run games except for one game in Detroit. So the Tigers take game one, three to two. And then on Friday, Fulmer was just dealing the ace of the tiger staff he was unbelievable kept the mariners off the board a four 0 lead for the tigers mariners had not scored into the 7th uh, inning and that's when everything changed a massive 7th inning comeback for the mariners
1: here's fulmer so 2 swung on hard ground ball up the middle past the diving machado into center field that's a base hit Cruz is going to score. Seeger around third base. He'll steam home. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Hard hit up the middle. That's through for a base hit. Here comes Anino, rumbling around third. The throw home on a hop is late. He slides. He's safe. And this game is tied. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swung on. Laser down the left field line. That's a fair ball rolling to the corner. Around third base, here comes Aradia. Segura into third, he's safe. Hanniger into second, he's safe. Clapping his hands together, puts his thumbs in the air. Thumbs up for Hanniger as the Mariners have taken the lead. Mitch Hanniger drives in the run, and the M's now on top. It is 5-4 here in the seventh. The Mariners, all five here in the inning. What a frame as they come from behind to capture the lead for the first time in the ball game. Unbelievable.
0: It was so much fun. Big comeback. And then Edwin Diaz, he gets handed the ball to finish it out.
2: Diaz ready. The 0-2 pitch swing and a missed Strike right three to slider. Sugar, how sweet it is. A save for Edwin Diaz. His 15th save of the year as the Mariners come from behind and beat the Tigers tonight. A final score of 5-4. to four.
0: And now quickly things changed. After losing the night before, right, down 4 nothing, all of a sudden they storm back, get the win, and then you get to hand the ball to James Paxton, who was just as good as you thought he'd be. Paxton
2: ready, and the next offer on the way, swinging a one-hopper to short, up with the ball. Segura, he's got it, sets up, fires the first, in time to get Machado, and that's it for the Tigers. And what a night for Paxton. He has retired 9 10 11 12 in a row how about that
0: and he would end up going the distance
2: the 0-1 pitch swing and a ground ball wide of third Seager's got it toss across game over the Mariners win it 7-2 the big lefty from Ladner British Columbia goes all the way for the second time this year his second complete game in his major league career as Paxton And the Mariners beat the Detroit Tigers tonight here at Safeco Field. A final score of 7-2.
0: There are 20 teams right now without a complete game. Paxton has two of them. And, in fact, the only teams with more complete games than Paxton, Cleveland and Houston. He is in rare, rare company. He's been unbelievable. Mike Blowers will be in a second to talk about just kind of peeling back some of the layers of how good he's been. Mariners put a lot of runs on the board, seven to two winners on Saturday, so a two one advantage heading into the Sunday ball game. But kind of reminiscent to Fulmer, Lariano was outstanding. In fact, he had a no hitter into the seventh. Tigers a two run home run in the first inning to take a two nothing lead. LeBlanc and the bullpen held. The Tigers not able to add on, thanks in part to a great defensive play along the way, cutting down a runner at home plate. But then the Mariners, they have the one hit going into the ninth inning. Gene Segura picks up a base hit, and it set up just an amazing moment in the ninth.
2: And the 0-2 pitch, swing and a drive, deep to left field, going, going, up bird deck goodbye baseball mitch hanniger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning with his 11th home run of the year mariners two the tigers two for mitch hanniger his first home run since april the 29th in cleveland high fives as he gets back to the dugout and the crowd is going crazy here at safe go field gene segura will score out in front of him a two-run blast into the upper deck and straightaway left field. Holy smokes, the Mariners have tied it at two. How about that?
0: It was just crushed. Absolutely hammered to the upper deck. 0-2 pitch, which was remarkable. Hanegar ties it up. It goes to the 11th inning. D. Gordon gets aboard, swipes a bag, and then Gene Segura, who's just been on fire. He wins it in the 11th.
2: And the right-handers, 1-2 on the way to Segura. Swing a ground ball fair inside the bag at first on the right field line. Gordon waved around third, heading home. He scores. Gene Segura with a walk-off single to win it by a score of 3-2 to two here in the bottom of the 11th inning. Segura getting mobbed out there around the bag at second. The Mariners start off the homestand with a walk-off win against Texas five days ago. They finish out the homestand on a Sunday afternoon with a walk-off win over the Detroit Tigers. 3-2 to two in the bottom of the 11th inning.
0: Walk-offs for everyone as the Mariners take three of four from the Tigers. They have won three in a row. After splitting with the Texas Rangers, they take this series, so a winning homestand for the Mariners. Off to Oakland. We'll talk about that in the podcast coming up tomorrow. Then back home for the rest of the month, which is going to be outstanding. Let's get some of the reaction, though. How about Mitch Hanniger on the field moments after the Mariners got the win?
3: All right, guys, I'm down here with Mitch Hanniger, who uh, got us to this point back in the ninth inning. And Mitch... First game of this homestand, you guys did exactly this, extra innings, walk-off. You guys, you're never shy for the dramatics here right now.
4: No, we know, we, um, you know, once we get in the pen, we can do some damage. And tonight, uh, Liriano was on, so we we're just kind of staying in the game and putting some good at-bats together, and luckily got it done in the ninth and then carried it over and, you know, walked off on him.
3: What are you looking for once you get Liriano out of there?
4: Uh, just depending on who's in the game. For green, you know, he's got a good fastball, good slider, good cutter, so... Um, just trying to swing at good pitches and hit the ball hard, keep everything simple, and we were able to do that and get to them.
3: Those were aggressive swings that you took on all three pitches. You look like you had one thing in mind there.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't trying to go deep, but I was just trying to hit the ball hard, and um, I was feeling good at the plate, so uh, luckily got a slider up to drive.
3: How good do you guys feel when D Gordon gets on base to start off an inning late in a ball game right now?
4: Oh, that's huge. I mean, that's you know, when he gets on base, you can steal second, you steal third, and it kind of sets up the whole inning like you saw there, stole second, Gene gets a hit, it's walk off, and it's over, so D's got um, incredible tools, and it's been fun watching him play.
3: Okay, seriously, you say, just getting into that bullpen, you've got one inning to get it done at that point. You guys have that confidence with this offense right now.
4: Yeah, I mean, we like to do it earlier, but, um, you know, if starter's tough, and you just got to grind at bats and, and try to get something going, and unfortunately, we weren't able to against Lerona, but, um, you know, played full nine innings, and we got him late, and you know, we'll take the win.
3: Lastly, you guys seem to be back on a little bit of a roll. Obviously a tough opening to this homestand, but what's going right for you guys right now?
4: Just keeping it simple, folks on one day at a time. Um, you We've know, got, got a good clubhouse, everybody's still on board, and, and we're going to fight, and it's been uh, it's been fun to play with these guys.
3: You're sending everybody home happy today. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you. It's Mitch Hanniger, I'll send it back to you guys.
0: Yeah, there was Mitch Hanniger. Mariners now the fourth best record in the American League, eight games above five hundred. They've won 3 in a row. Just behind Houston, New York and Boston Mariners fourth best right now. Angels had a really rocky weekend. They're 3 and 7 in their last 10. So the Mariners up on the Angels by a game and a half. In fact, the Oakland A's have closed in on the Angels. They've won 4 in a row. The A's just a game back of the Angels. Now 3 games above 500. So four of the five in the West all above 500, which is remarkable. Six teams in the American League above 500. Four of them in the American League West, and of course the Mariners take on the A's coming up, which will be a great series. Gene Segura after the ball
5: game. It was a good moment. I decided, you know. Even if, you know what for first A innings in the game. You know, Liriano was dealing. He was his game, and be able to come back and tie the game. I mean, it was it was awesome when they brought in a different pitcher when they brought in Green the closer was like okay new arm new guy let's get going again here as soon as I get on base I think it was a really good opportunity to tie the game because you know Mitch can go you know deep any time any moment and and for us we just need you know good momentum to to tie the ball again you know I'm getting on base it gets, you know momentum going to the game you know Mitch was a tight run to play it hit it out so when he hit it out you know we're in the game so Capuni later we woke up.
3: He gets on at the end. What are you thinking that you need to do right there? I
5: mean, we need hang the You know, uh, on base when he get on base is way we kind of you know he set the tone. I said I said that early. He set the tone for the team. When he get on base, we completely different kind of team. You guys saw it. You know, he get on base right away. You know, the pitcher throw the ball you know away. He advanced to the second. Now you know you put so much pressure on the pitcher because this running. And he, this guy was leaving, you know, fastball right down the middle. I'll be able to, you know, to put us in good contact. I just trying to move and I went to to lying. We're winning.
1: Scott really talked about this—the heart this team's kind of shown with, with everything, all the adversity you guys have kind of overcome throughout the course of this season. How able to get this walk up today after coming back from? What would you say with this?
5: Team? I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard when you got you tear hole and you four out of the lineup. And you come here and grinding every day, winning some game without all those people, it, it, it tells you what kind of team you have. It tells you what group of guys you have in the clubhouse. You know, every day grinding over the, every at bat, and for us, it's, it's, it's really good. It's amazing how we, you know we go there and battle. Especially we got those two guys out for you know a period of time, and, and it's unbelievable. Gene, you went from batting leadoff to batting two this year, and it just seems like you have a ton of RBI opportunities with D on base. Man. What's it been like? I mean, it's a different role, but you've got to kind of like it, don't you? I mean, I like it. I just, you know, I don't try uh, to drive too many guys. I just, you know, the opportunities come. i just trying to be patient I can and, and trying to, you know, score the ball where, you know, nobody can get it. And, and it's it been awesome to me because I've been driving a lot of runs, but, you know, and at the end of the day, I know it's not kind of my job. You know, it's it's kind of, you know, it's what I say is kind of lucky because it, I'm leading second in the line. My job is, you know, trying to move some runners, care opportunity to the big guys right us. But at this point, I see my opportunities every time that I get to on some base. I take advantage of it and, and, and stay patient I can and trying to put a good swing on it. This is as good as you felt at the plate. I mean, the week you've had, the last 10 days. I mean, yeah, I feel really good last, you know, last three days. I've been, you know, swinging the ball well, driving to the right field. And when I see my swings like that, I think it's, it's, it's coming along, it's coming some good way because that's my approach. That's, that's the way that I hit the ball. And when I see, you know, drive the ball to the way, even if I get out, it's because I, I was, I'm in a good position.
3: Staying with your job and just trying to do your job and keeping that in your mind, is that making you a better hitter right
5: now? I mean, yeah, I think that's a hitter. I always think it's possible, and when I step to the plate, I always think something good at it. You know, I was thinking, you know, trying to get silent run right, right to the middle, to the gap, uh, battle when I have to strike, like I did today. Uh, every every day, everybody has to grind You know, you're gonna get more out, then you're more gonna get more hit. So, if you're gonna get more out, well, you get mad. So, you continue the battle and, and keep, you know, keep swinging because. It's not going to stick forever. When you struggle, you just keep going, keep battling. Come here every day, do your work, and something's going to turn around.
0: He's having a great season. He is playing at a really high level right now in a game where you're know your projected three and four out of the lineup. I mean, stepping up huge. In fact, you look at the season he's having. So Gene Segura, he's batting three eighteen. He's swiped 11 bases. He's driven in 33. 14 doubles, 61 hits, 32 runs scored. That is a great start to the season. And just kind of to p- put it in perspective what that means, let's pace it out. So if you paced out that for the rest of the season, his final numbers would look like this. 318 batting average, 11 homers, 49 doubles, 116 RBIs, 39 stolen bases and 113 runs scored. I mean, that's the kind of start he is on right now. That's the level that he is playing at right now. He has been so, so good on a huge roll. Each of these last three games against the Tigers picked up two hits in each game, seven hits for the series. You know, some big ribbies along the way, five RBIs in this series, scored three times. I mean, just... His fingerprints all over these victories. Just playing at such a high level. Here's what Scott Service said after the ball game, reacting to the win.
6: You never know. Liriano obviously was was really really good today. Um, you know, a lot of breaking balls, a good slider he had, and the changeup really did. We didn't get anything going really against him at all. So uh, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen. You're just hoping to hang in there. Um, you know, we get a mistake, we got one, and and Mitch Hanager didn't miss it. So. Uh, uh, the heart that this club has is, is pretty, pretty impressive. It really is. Uh, you know these guys they just keep battling uh, through adversity, one thing after another. We got some injuries. We got some guys out of the lineup. We got guys hobbling around out there. You know D Gordon gets on base. He's got an issue with his toe. It's bothering him, but he, he steals second base. You know he is bite your lip and, and, and keep going. So uh, you know and Gene Segura we had, again, right guy up at the right time. Gene's been just on fire here you know all week he's really swung the bat well so uh he didn't try to do too much use the whole field and, and good things happen but you know uh some late heroics offensively but really the story today is our bullpen our bullpen kept the game right there every one of those guys threw the ball really really well uh it was great to see um you know lucky with the, the complete game last night everybody was available today and it really played in today's ball game so uh, big win uh nice way to, to wrap up the homestand here and you know uh, after the way it got started, first night against Detroit, you didn't know what happened. But you know, we have rallied, and we got a good thing going.
3: With Dee's toe, did that happen during the game? Or is that what he was dealing with earlier?
6: He's been dealing with it. Uh, Dee's been dealing with the toe issue for about a week. Um, I think kind of flared up. You know, he ran a long way for the pop-up that fell in in right field. He almost got to that ball. I can't believe he got close to it. Uh, but kind of speed he has and, and goes after it. But, uh, yeah, it's been bothering him for a while. we got an off day tomorrow. You know, We'll see how it is over in Oakland. We need to give him another day. But, like I said, we got a few guys banged up right now.
1: I feel like Mitch Haniger was going to do for a big home run like that. He hadn't had one in a couple of days. A couple
6: of days, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Mitch has been really, really good late in ball games. Um, he's got a good idea what he's looking for, how the other team's pitching him, and um, he's smart and, and he's getting some pitches and he's not missing them. So uh, it's exactly what we needed. Obviously, we had to get somebody on ahead of him, uh, but we were able to do that. And you know, they made a mistake and we took advantage of it. So
5: about the second or third time where he's hit a ball foul and looked like. He-
6: Yeah, he's got a good feel, good feel to hit. Understands, like I said, what they're going to do to him, how they're attacking him. And he's not right all the time. But when he gets his pitch, he's really good. Puts a really good swing on it. And uh, again, from start of the year to, to right now, probably one of been our most consistent guys. He and Segura have really been driving the train here offensively, and we've needed we needed everything they've brought.
3: Was this a matter of it really just kind of flipped on a dime with a move to the bend or did you feel something in the at-bats earlier that perhaps they could do this?
6: You know, uh, Lariana was was so good. I thought we might have a shot there in the eighth uh, when they decided to leave him in, and Zanino had the uh, the long at-bat, and he ended up striking out. We might have a shot at him there, but uh, yeah, he had a really good slider today. He, he commanded at the both sides of the plate. Uh, it wasn't like I thought just if we could get him out of there, we were going to win the game. It certainly uh, needed some heroics, some, sec- some guys to step up and and, and we were able to get it, but uh, um, really says a lot about this this team. These guys really, really, I keep saying it, enjoy playing with each other. And they feed off each other, which is a great thing to see.
7: Wade did a pretty good job keeping in it early, too. Yeah,
6: Wade threw the ball really well. He made one mistake, you know, the ball that Hicks hit out in the first inning after that, um, he does what he did. He does all the time. He changes speeds. He, you know, today was a better changeup than cutter. Last time out, the cutter was better. So uh, I thought Freitas did a nice job with him behind the plate. And, you know, our bullpen really kept us right in check. That's what it was going to take today. We talked about it before the game. You know, with Nelly out and day game, us dragging a little bit, keep it close and see if we can do something late and we were able to get it done.
5: Is a blank loom- looming larger in your plans with his consistency?
6: He pitches every fifth day for us. He's pretty good.
5: Another step in the right direction for Juan as well.
6: Yeah, I thought Nakostia threw the ball really well today. Located some fastballs down and away to right-handed hitters, uh, which is great to see. When his location's on, it's really good. He gets in the middle of the plate, it doesn't end well. But uh, uh, really good him. I thought Ryan Cook threw the ball well. He gave the double down the corner. We make the nice relay to, to get the guy at home. But everybody, everybody did their job and contributed today.
1: What does it mean to be able to take a win like this into of the off day and be able to have that going into it?
6: Yeah, I mean, we, we've had a few like this, um, you know, throughout the season. Um, like I said, our, our guys believe we're never out of the game. Just kind of somebody get a big hit, gets get a rally going. And then you kind of feel the momentum in our dugout, um, you know, starting to, to grow. And, and uh, you know, the guys got their little thumbs up thing. It's, it's fun to watch. So
5: did you think he was, I mean, I know you, you knew he was hurting. Did you think he was going to try and steal a bag, just given how his mindset is? Or?
6: No, I really didn't know. And D's, D's got the green light. He's got great instincts on the bases. I think when you've got a guy that can really steal bases and has a feel for it, you know, you don't want to make them go. And I, I just, you know, he had the green light. If he goes, great. If he doesn't, I understand. Uh, he got a good pitch to, to run on, and he's pushing, pushing the action. And uh, it's actually what you want to see there. I just didn't know where the toe was, and I'm glad he went.
1: To throw out a home plate in the sixth inning uh, to get the relay Romine to Beckham to Freitas. I mean, that was a big play in the end too.
6: It was. We, we overthrew the first cutoff guy but the second cutoff guy was in the right spot. Um, they had the uh, uh, they had the catcher running uh, so we were able to, to execute the play. It wasn't perfect but it was an out and at that point in the game keeping it at 2 nothing was a big big deal.
0: Yeah, key play in the ball game. Just a great game. A great three days. Really fun weekend at Safeco Field as the Mariners end up taking the series James Paxton a big part of it so I thought Mike Blowers a really interesting breakdown of James Paxton and what he is doing and how he is dominating it has been fascinating to watch James Paxton especially lately but really all season long you dive into some of the numbers and what's really striking to me is when you look at the cutter in particular it's been such a great pitch for him this year in general terms but Man, righties just have not been able to handle that pitch at all. You look at righties, they're batting 119 against the cutter. From your perspective, you know, being a right-handed hitter in the big leagues, seeing what James Paxton is doing with that pitch in particular, what are you seeing? What makes that so good
8: against righties? I, I think that the one thing, obviously, you have to look at the velocity of his fastball. You have to look at the fact that he is pitching at the top of the strike zone. More often with the fastball, it's going to be 95 to 100 miles an hour. So, as a hitter, you have to get started a little bit earlier with your swing to be able to handle that type of pitch in that location. So, then all of a sudden, you call it a cutter. I'm going to call it a slider. Right. He throws that slider at your back foot, and by the time you recognize it, it's too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it dominant. Now, if he leaves it up, you have a chance to hit it still. But if it's starting, because out of his hand, it looks like a fastball. It looks like it's going to be at your knees, maybe a little bit higher than that. And by the time you're swinging at it, it's gone. And the one thing that I can think about when I watch him do that um, is I've, I've, I've faced one person in my career that was similar, and that was Randy Johnson, that kind of stuff. When you're that's, talking about a guy upper amazing. 90s with, yeah. you know, Randy had Mr. Snappy back yeah. in the day, um, and, and it's, it's not fun. It's a difficult day for you, um, and you just have to be able to eliminate a pitch. But that makes it difficult. So I, I think, you know, for him, his command of, of that pitch this year um, of the cutter slider has been remarkable, really.
0: And you look at the fastball, cutter slider has been outstanding all season long. You look at the last four starts in particular, and he's been amazing the last four starts, Yeah, 1-6-1 ERA. He's got the no-hitter in there, Striking out strikeouts. everybody. So you look at the last four, opponents batting 188 against the curveball. So you add the curveball to the mix to go along with the cutter and the fastball. How difficult does that make? As a hitter, facing James Paxton.
8: Well, obviously, the, the more you have to think about um, with very little time to process it makes it more difficult. I, I think the one thing that was remarkable to me is um, you mentioned the strikeouts. In, in the game that he had, the 16th strikeout, it was his cutter slider. That was the predominant pitch to go with his fastball. Mm-hmm. And his no hitter, it was his curveball. Yeah. And and I, I just find that so fascinating that here's a guy that is throwing mid to upper nineties, um, and he has those two options. Now, when he has them both going, it seems like you're, you're it's next to impossible. And it yes. seems that when he when he when he has that going, you know anything can happen. Like he could strike out sixteen guys or throw a no hitter, Gary. Yeah, something no. like that could happen. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's fun to watch. I, I think the thing for myself, and um, I mentioned Randy and. I, earlier in, and i think that the other thing that is common between the two um was both of them were mechanically driven in the way that they go about their business um uh, mechanics are a big part of both of these guys they're not field. felix is a field pitcher and always has been these guys are really in tune to their mechanics and once they lock it in they can run with that for a long period of time a, a stretch of of games of of just doing the exact same dominating stuff for four, five, six five six weeks at a time yeah um, and that's something that's encouraging for this Mariner Ball Club because James started off a little bit rough. But you look at him today, he has ZRA at 3.5, and, and it's going to go below 3 because I think that he's going to be able to repeat the starts that you were talking about the last four. Yes. I think that's going to turn into 10, 12 starts for him before maybe he has his next hiccup again.
0: No, I think you're right because I think it's just a matter of the surface numbers catching up with what is happening underneath. The swings and misses he's getting is incredible. He's- Top four in the big leagues just in terms of raw swings and misses. His stuff is dominant. It feels like he's sitting on a big run.
8: Yeah, and it's and it's a little bit different in that it seems, you know, when I, when I think about James, and I'll go back three, four years ago with him and the changes that he's made since then with the arm angle and how he was a guy that still threw hard but mm-hmm. didn't really have a lot of strikeouts but kept the ball on the ground, and that's not necessarily the case anymore. He, he's yeah. figured that part of it out. And I think that the combination of him and Mike working together, Mike Zanino, um, is something to where you very rarely see James shake him off. They're on the same page with everything. I think he trusts Mike. And so then he's going to throw those pitches with even more conviction, which is scary. Yeah. And I've, I've always said that if, you, if James goes out there tonight and you're seeing 94 in the first inning, he's going to have a good day. Because that means he's feeling pretty good with his mechanics. And by the time he gets in the second, third inning, now you're seeing 95 to 97. And the remarkable thing is when he gets into the 7th, 8th, possibly the ninth, he's throwing 98 to 100. Yes. He gets stronger. He doesn't get tired. He throws harder as the game moves on. That is such a rare thing to see from left-handed, right-handed, anybody. You just don't see that, that type of stamina for a guy that is able to go out and dominate like that. So, you know, to me, I always look. First thing I'm looking at and the first thing is I want to see 93-94 right out of the gate. If I'm seeing that. That means he had a really good pen, and he feels good where he's at as far as his front foot where he's landing and his arming and all these different things. It's there, and then the velocity is just going to climb.
0: Yeah, hopefully we see that in just yeah. a few minutes right now. Thanks, Blow. You bet. Great, great breakdown. And here's Shannon Andrea with Ryan Cook. Such a great story.
3: In the next few days, we should see a big and perhaps unexpected return. Ryan Cook called up from Tacoma earlier today through his last big league pitch, September 16, 2015. Since then, the former All-Star has endured a lat injury and a hamstring tear while recovering. When he returned to throwing, he tore his UCL and had to undergo Tommy John surgery. If that wasn't enough, while recovering from that surgery, he lost feeling in his hand and discovered that scar tissue was compressing a nerve. Immediate nerve transposition surgery was required to prevent permanent damage. He reported to spring training this year, however healthy, and is now with the Big Club.
7: This means the world to me. Um, it really does. This one means the most out of any um, calls that I've got um, to come back to the big leagues. And uh, like you said, the time away has just been. It was a humbling experience and made me realize what it is, what it what it feels like to be in this clubhouse and how much you miss that. And um, I'm just really excited for the opportunity.
3: For those who don't know, I believe it started with a lat, went to a hamstring, went to a UCLA. UCLA and if that isn't enough, a very scary nerve injury in the same area?
7: Yes, all, all four of those are, are right on the money. Um, it was a scary road, and there were times when I didn't know if I was going to ever be able to throw a baseball to my children, let alone competitively again. So, um, you know, it, it, it really, truly does mean everything.
3: What do you have to tell yourself going through that, just kind of one hit after another?
7: Well, uh, I don't really know what I had to tell myself. I mean... I think I tricked myself so many times throughout the process, and um, just—it's just a bump in the road. It's just a bump in the road. They just happen to be mountains. Um, but my fiance was really crucial in the whole process in terms of the days I didn't want to show up to rehab anymore. Um, you know, being there to kick me in gear and and say that this is all part of it, and um, you know, you knew this was going to be hard, um, so stick it out. And thankful she did that because I'm now sitting in a big league clubhouse again for the first time in a long, long time with an opportunity to help the team win.
3: When did you know you were okay?
7: When I was okay from injury?
3: From everything. When you were like, okay, I'm back on this path now.
7: Um, it was really after the nerve surgery. Once the nerve surgery happened, everything really um, started to transpire the way the recovery should. Um, before that, I was kind of faking it and, and and pushing through a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have been pushing through. Um, but once that happened, I really did start to feel progression every day um, and every week and so on and so forth. And by the time I got a ball in my hand, that time I felt okay. This is what it feels like to throw a baseball again. So
3: it's one of the biggest things with anybody who's injured. They often forget what it was
7: when they were fully healthy. Yeah, and I think that's what happens a lot of times, is guys try to push through things that aren't quite right, um, and then it changes the way you throw, and, you know, keeps just a a spiral, downward spiral effect from there, Um, but so when they went in and cleaned that up, that's when I was really, really okay. Now I can put my you know head down and, and really go through this process
3: we saw you throwing the ball great in spring training what's been the progression since you left Arizona to today
7: um, I think just getting into normal bullpen uh, usage uh, getting used to the usage out of a bullpen um, I, I thought I was ready um, to be honest out of spring and, and if I have to look myself in the mirror now today I can honestly say that I wasn't um, and they made the right decision by sending me to Tacoma Um, because there were still a couple hurdles that I had to get over um, um, before I could sit here in this chair and say that I am healthy and I am ready
3: it's good to sit there and just feel a hundred percent right
7: yes absolutely
3: lastly I mean you were uh, closing out games in Tacoma and that opportunity to go into those competitive situations with what you have right now what was that like for
7: you? Um, That was fun that was that was really um, I feel competitive again and, and to get into those situations in which the game is on the line and um, be able to help the that, that day to, to come out on top is that's what I did for a lot of my career um, and so it was really good to get back into those situations and um, you know just do what you can that day.
3: And lastly, you're gonna be walking out there to a big league bullpen with a big league relievers and that's a different crew it always is clubhouse to clubhouse what are you looking forward to tonight to being a part of that group
7: Uh, just to take it all back in um, you know I I became pretty close with these guys during spring training and as you know in a baseball clubhouse it happens quick Um, so just to be out there with these guys again and um, be able to do what I can and whenever they call my name to try to do my best to help the team win and now finally the week that was this is The Week That Was.
3: A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On
1: Mariners Magazine. Here comes the 1-2. Hard hit, but right at Healy, who smothers it. Takes one step backwards, steps on the bag, and that is the inning. LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Has rolled six scoreless innings against the Minnesota
2: Twins here in Minnesota. Here's the pitch. And Segura lays down the bunt. Back to the mound. Taken by Morrison. No play at third. Wide throw to first. Gets on by Dozier. Down the right field line. Gordon will score. Up with the ball is Kepler. The throw to second. Segura slides, and he is safe at second base. Holy smokes. A throwing error by first baseman Logan Morrison. D. Gordon will score. All the way from second on the throwing air, the Mariners have a 1-0 lead, and Segura winds up on its second base. How about that? Diaz stares down the sign from Zunino. Here we go, the set. The 2-2 to Escobar. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Fastball at 98. Diaz strikes out the side. Sugar, how sweet it is. Save number 14 as the Mariners shut out the Twins tonight. Here in Minnesota, by a score, of one to nothing. The one one to Segura. Swing and a line drive, base hit left field. Here comes Beckham on the score from third. And Segura unties this game. It's now the Mariners eight and the Rangers seven. Gene, Gene, the hitting machine with his third base hit tonight. Here's the stretch and the two two to Redius. Swing and a line drive, base hit left center field. Healy around him. He will score Guillermo Heredia with a walk-off single, Mariners win it, 9-8 here in the bottom of the 11th inning, holy smokes, what a start to the homestand, Heredia being mobbed out in shallow right field by his teammates.
4: He said it
7: was a huge uh, game because you know those are two very important pieces of our lineup and um, you know despite all the... Uh, the the sadness around here, guys were able to pull it together.
1: The 1 2 pitch swung on, popped in the air. Healy is over in foul ground. He's waiting for it. He makes the catch, and that is a 1 2 3 inning for Ryan Cook. Welcome back to the big leagues. He's retired all four he has seen, and he keeps this a one run game.
7: This means the world to me. Um, it really does it. This one means the most out of any um, calls that I've got. Um, to come back to the big leagues and uh, like you said the time away is just been a was a humbling experience and made me realize what it is what it, what it feels like to be in this clubhouse and how much you miss that and um, I'm just really excited for the opportunity
1: here's Fulmer so too swung on hard ground ball up the middle past the diving machado into center field that's a base hit Cruz is gonna score, Seeger around third base, he'll steam home. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on, hard hit up the middle, that's through for a base hit. Here comes Zanino, rumbling around third, the throw home on a hop is late, he slides, he's safe, and this game is tied. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, laser down the left field line, that's a fair ball rolling to the corner. Around third base, here comes Aradia. Segura into third, he's safe. Hanniger into second, he's safe, clapping his hands together, puts his thumbs in the air, thumbs up for Hanniger as the Mariners have taken the lead. Mitch Hanniger drives in the run and the M's now on top. It is five to four here in the seventh. The Mariners, all five here in the inning. What a frame as they come from behind to capture the lead for the first time in the ball game unbelievable
2: diaz ready the 0-2 pitch swing and a miss right three to slider sugar how sweet it is a save for edwin diaz his 15th save of the year as the mariners come from behind and beat the tigers tonight a final score of five to four a swing and a pop-up down the right field line on the run, Hanniger over to foul territory near the seats, running out of room, leaps up, and he makes the catch and takes a backward flip into the front row. Hanegar makes the catch. Paxton ready, and the next off on the way, swinging a one-hopper to show it up with the ball. Segura, he's got it, sets up, fires the first, in time to get Machado. And that's it for the Tigers, and what a night for Paxton. He has retired 9, 10, 11, 12 in a row. How about that?
7: I just think it shows me.
8: What he's becoming as a pitcher. Uh, he's developed over the last couple of years, and he's that guy that, that you want to have that ball every fifth day, take you deep into ball games. Uh, whether he has his best stuff or not, he's going to pitch you deep into the game now. The
2: 0 1 pitch, swinging a ground ball wide up 3rd seeger Seeker's got it, toss across, game over. The Mariners win it 7 2. The big lefty from Ladner, British Columbia, goes all the way for the second time this year. His second complete game in his Major League career. As Paxton and the Mariners beat the Detroit Tigers tonight here at Safeco Field,
3: a final score of 7-2. See you later!